Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy Z, man. What up, y'all? This is Eshaw. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This your boy DJ Paul KOL for 360 Young Busy Ball. Vice World. This your man Matt Smine, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. I'm a young dude at the time. I think I'm like 18, 19. 
And um, I was opening up as the DJ for an R&B group. And I met a dude at that show that happened to be from Memphis named Lil Mac. And, I, you know, he was like, man, I'm finna get out the Army. I'm going to be back in Memphis. Um, you know, we need to hook up and do some music. And I said, well, come on down. I got a studio, man. I'm about an hour out of Memphis. And that was my introduction to Memphis. Uh, L-I-L-M-A-C, Love Mac. And, man, he came to the studio. We ended up just laying a couple of songs. He actually shopped them uh, quicker than the R&B group was able to get something recorded and ended up getting an independent deal out of New York, a small independent label up there called Lock Records. So it was kind of just an accident that I met Mac uh, while he was in the Army at a show that we just happened to be opening up at. And that that was the introduction. And then I probably, probably about five years later, you know, and, and and I've you know been working with different artists in Memphis and started making beats and my, my name was kind of floating around a little bit. But this dude shows up at the studio with uh, the legend Lady J, which is from uh, you know another Memphis underground artist that a lot of folk know about. And this dude walked in the studio, and it was King JC, and I was like, "What the world?" I had just bought the dude's tape. At, at at here at one of the stores in Memphis, I was like, "Man, another another white dude that raps, you know." There wasn't many. I couldn't. I didn't know of any. You know what I'm saying? So he walks in the studio with Lady J, and the rest is history. Um, I think that's when JC actually laid down King's Day. Which what was that? What what number was that? JC eight. Eight. Yeah, that was yeah. album album number eight. Yep. Yep. It was All number right. eight for JC, and then that was my introduction, and and, and that was ninety seven, I think. Quote me if I'm wrong, but yeah, uh, that was so, yeah. ninety seven trick when when we hooked up. Yep, that's right. Right, and so around that same time, uh, you know, my again my name was floating. Uh, I wasn't yet in Memphis. I was still in my little uh, small town. I call it Ghost Town because. Ain't no red lights. It still ain't no red lights. And if you blink your eyes, you miss it. It's called Gaston. But um, man, work work with some of everybody. Man, produce records for for you know Al Capone. I was his DJ for a while. Uh, did records for Indoji. Couple records for Tom Ski Mask, uh, Mister Ski. Man, you can you you can keep going. But um, but JC man, JC was one of the unique artists that I met that just had a love for hip hop and was just a real a real humble dude, and we just like clicked like we knew each other for years, and and we've been man messing with each other musically for ever since then. So that's yes, just sir. a quick rundown. Quick rundown. JC probably can do some more detail, but but uh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's been a it's been a long ride, brother. But man, we 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 back in the mix, man. And I never thought it would happen at my age. Uh, that's why I kind of slick changed my name to Papa Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, DJ Trick is the beat maker. Yeah. 
a you know evolution of uh, you know and and you guys are true musicians i, I want to point that out too you know before we go on to ujc um you guys are uh, not only um dope uh, lyricists but you also are phenomenal producers as well you know um <clears throat> jc when did you um get your induction in the uh the, the memphis rap scene man it it was uh back late 93 is when I came to Memphis from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I was out in Albuquerque, and, and I was the first rapper out there doing anything as far as putting stuff out. And uh, there were just wasn't a scene out there. So I ended up moving to Memphis, and I wasn't sure what the scene was going to be like in Memphis, but there was a, a real heavy underground scene really starting to form. And um, there were a couple artists at that time who had went national, uh, gang, I know Gangsta Pat did, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Al Capone had something out nationally by then. And um, Ball and G just dropped Coming Out Hard when when I got to Memphis. They just dropped it. So um, I got to Memphis, and, uh, man, it, it took a while for me to get plugged in to get to know some folks I would try to hustle and just get my name out there and just push my tapes that I had been making when I was in Albuquerque and uh it was hard to get on but uh man eventually I was able to just get to know people and and I started putting underground tapes out in Memphis so yeah around that late 93 time was when I was doing that so when you touched down I mean um Paul and them was was already with the serial killers, I believe. Uh, Squeaky, I imagine, was putting tapes out. But you were right there in the early phases. Um, man, what was the scene like, man? I mean, was everybody going out buying tapes? Uh, how were people reacting to this, this music coming out of Memphis at that time? Man, it was a heavy DJ scene, a lot of nightclubs. And I'm, I mean, hole-in-the-wall clubs. Now, you had 380 Bill, of course, you had Studio G, but you had these small hole-in-the-wall clubs where these DJs would go just rock out. I mean, man, it was like nothing I had ever seen. And uh, people wanted to hear more from them. So we didn't really have our music in record stores at first. It, um, it was more the car stereo places the uh, car toys and mr z's stereo one those were the places that sold our tapes first even before the record stores did and those were just underground tapes they were cassette tapes with adhesive labels on them most of them didn't have covers every once in a while you would see somebody kind of draw a cover and, and they try to make a j-car cover but most of the tapes didn't have covers and so uh, you could go into Car Toys in, in Whitehaven and you could buy a tape for five bucks, maybe, if I remember correctly. It was so long ago, but, yeah, you could you could get them for pretty cheap. But, man, we would get tapes, bump them tapes, and then we were able to, uh, as we would go into car stereo places, there'd be other rappers there bringing their tapes in. and So it was a good way to link up. With, with each other and, and start to do some networking. 
And uh, also the place that we pressed at was um, Stewart, uh, H&W Distribution on Summer Ave. And Stewart pressed everybody's tapes in Memphis. If they were underground uh, local Memphis artists, Stewart was pressing the tapes. So we would meet up up there a lot, and that's that's the way we would link up, exchange phone numbers. Then, you know, you go over their studio, you jump in on a feature, they come into your spot. Just That's how we, we networked back then. But, man, the scene was crazy. Um, Memphis was so unique. There was no sound anywhere, I- anywhere in the country that came close to what the Memphis sound was. It was 100% original just unique to memphis and so it was amazing being a part of that yeah oh yeah man You're, you guys are uh, are some of the people that when you think of that scene you know you're going to mention the al capones uh, the criminalese and underground sams all these different people i mean there's dozens and dozens of them maybe hundreds i don't know but you guys are in that core group you know, and people are always sought uh, after your music. You know, um, you look on YouTube to this day, it's it's all over there. Um, let's go to a song, but I don't want to give them the West 10 stuff yet, because after the song, I want to come back and talk about how you guys made the trans- transition from the early Memphis rap scene to this new group that's taken off, by the way. Um, but we're going to get into that in a minute. This song here is called There Is No Other. I believe it's from 03. It's going back in the vault a little bit. Uh, tell us about this one. Trick, you want to you wanna drop that off, or you want me to go ahead and, and explain that uh, one? I'll, I'll, I'll actually briefly touch touch on the beat, I guess. Uh, it, it, was, it was one of them things we were, we were again, through the years, Blessed, blessed to be able to work with so many people. And Al Capone, man, shout out to Al Capone, one of the realest dudes you will ever meet in the Memphis yeah. Memphis uh, rap rap history. Just just a good dude, man. And, and he 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 always messed with us and let us get on them compilations just so we could stay active and have music floating. And so he let us get on these Memphis, the Memphis drama compilations, and so. We we kind of was just brainstorming, trying to come up with, with with something that people could, them old Memphis elements, some of the stuff that the DJs used to play in the clubs. I, we took a couple of them elements and, uh, and and put them in put them put them on the beat format, and then just drop drop. There is no other, and uh, and then I let I let JC take the rest of it. But man, it, it was it's just one of them one of them old Memphis classic vibes. And it, 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 it turned out real nice. We got a lot of, lot of, lot of props for that, for that song. But yeah, I'll let JC take the rest for it. Yeah, when you hear "There Is No Other," you think you're listening to something from '94, '95, and it really was more later. It was '02, '03, I think, when we recorded that. And um, Al did put it on Memphis Drama uh, Volume Three, I believe it was on. But we also, at that time, I, I don't know if you remember this trick, but you and I were working on an album together. It was going to be King JC, DJ Trick. And so we were doing a lot of songs on that level. We wanted to really have have that strong Memphis sound there. We were working on that, and There Is No Other came out of that group of songs that we were working on at that time. 
and Al was able yes. to get it out there for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, before I play it, I, let me ask you this. What happened to that uh, project? Did you guys ever put anything out? Or? Man, it did not come out, and there's a, a lot of reasons why that is uh, with distribution and um, a lot of stuff that I ended up going through personally that really did mess up a, a lot of the business that should have taken place. My personal life was, was messing things up. But we do still, to this day, have that album. And we have talked recently about getting all this old music, especially the stuff that's never been released, getting it back out there. And now that we have this digital streaming and it's an, a whole new world, we can actually present this to folks who never had a chance to hear it. So we're looking forward at some point to getting this stuff out there. Right. And oh, I actually... Great. I, I, I actually sent one of those uh, to you, uh, and you got it. You got it, I think. It was uh, well, one of them, man, and, and we got a pawpaw moment here. I'm trying to think of the one I just sent to you. Uh, <laughs> I have plenty of them, brother. I, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, I, I but you got it. it was it, in one of them, one of them. One of them tracks I sent uh, you is Switch in It one Up of those. or The Mind's Eye. Yeah, Switch, switch It Up. Yeah, oh yeah, switch it up. Right. that was a hard one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I, I sent it to him. So if Jay Z, Jay Z, you cool? We can we can leak it today for the very first time, and they you know have to know there's no other, and let the world yeah, take it cool. out. Yeah, that's However y'all want to do it, I'm good. That's what's up. That's what's up. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about right there. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll, we'll leak uh, we'll leak that one a little bit later. And uh, we'll right. do this one right now, but uh, man, this is this is what I'm talking about, fellas. It's good to have you on the show. We'll be right back with West Ten. Don't go nowhere.
wanna be me But they will never see exactly what I see every day in the city streets Take it over one day at a time, find the rhyme that's mine Shine and lock a dime when I'm grinding Find another route if you blind Instead of they trying to block me because I be my mind And it's all about timing when I'ma get mine I don't know, man, 20 years I've been up in the city Got me insane, spitting deadly venom on a track I call it acid, burning out rappers that's thicker than plastic Drastic, cardiovascular, spectacular, massacre Dashing, a matching, a bastard The masses are coming thick like glasses I'm about to go crazy like Swayze Industry made me Check it out, man. It's really, it's really good. It's shot really well, guys. Um, you, you know, we talked about your, your your earlier careers and stuff. Uh, tell me about this group, West Ten. How did it come about? And uh, is that you, Trick, or you want me to handle that? Uh, I, I'll touch on how it kind of accidentally kind of happened again. <laughs> was, okay, cool, cool. <clears throat> Uh, I actually got a call from an old friend and an old school buddy that 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 was in the music game like I was, and and just to say what's up. And he mentioned that there was a dude back down close to my hometown that him and and uh, an independent label had recently signed for a development deal. They were trying to develop songs to shopping in this thing they call kind of country rap type stuff, which I didn't know a whole lot about the genre at the time. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of in my own world, making my making my own beats because I love making beats. Um, so I said, dude, I got, I got 10,000 beats. I said, let me shop. Let me send y'all some beats, man. See if I can get some placement on, on the record. Well, couple weeks later, this dude gets dropped out of his contract for one, one reason or the other, and uh, his name is Recognition. He's still, he's still plugging, man. He's still working hard trying to get his thing going. Shout out to Recognition. But I had these beats that I had been doing geared toward the country rap scene, this genre that technically almost don't exist in the, in, in the real world. They don't want to acknowledge it, but um, so I was like, man, JC, I said, man, you need to come by the house, man, check out my little studio. I had recently uh, had a little building. I, you know, reworked out, out at the house and built my studio. And, you know, it was kind of just a nice little hangout spot with all my vinyl. He came through, and I started playing some of these beats that I just 
didn't have nothing to do with just to just to let him hear some stuff. And man, he's like, uh, what what you gonna do with them beats? <laughs> and so I'll let JC take it over now to explain what happened and how our West Ten kind of formed at that at that moment. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the first track that I really remember standing out was what uh what became the Walking in Memphis song that we did. And, um, man, it just had a sound to it. I thought it was a beautiful track. I said, man, this is a, that's a nice, nice song. And, uh, but there were, there were so many you played for me that it just got me motivated again. And, um, I had left Memphis. I live about an hour outside of Memphis now, um, about two years ago now. So I'm deep in the country. I'm living a totally different life out here. And uh, I'm actually not that far away from where Trick grew up, so uh, I'm I'm deep in the sticks. And just being out here is a is a different world. I'm having different experiences and uh, ha- have time to really contemplate, think about a lot of stuff. And so when it came time to start writing on some stuff, it, the songs are different, the lyrics are different, and I'm writing about what I'm living now. Uh, much older now, not a, a young knucklehead in the streets anymore. I'm I'm in the woods, you know, and I'm hunting, fishing, take, taking care of my land. I mean, that's that's what we do out out here. So um, we just started to implement that in, into the songs, into the writing. And um, I know at first I was just working on some songs maybe thinking I I would just do some solo stuff. But, um, man, I, as I was working with Trig, it was just so good to be back in the studio and getting creative again. I just uh, didn't really want to do it solo. I, I said, man, it'd be so great to make music with DJ Trick again and get him back on the mic. And and um, so we talked about forming a group, and we didn't have the name West 10 at the time. That, that was the uh, – few weeks in when we had to think about it and come up with West 10, but we did eventually end up coming with West 10, uh, meaning West Tennessee and, uh, the, the state of Tennessee being really divided up into three sections. There's that West Tennessee, that middle Tennessee and that East Tennessee. And it's three different sections of the state where there's different stuff going on, but we've always been that West Tennessee, that Memphis side of the state. And so we wanted to represent that, represent our home and where we're from. So the name West Ten was just really a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, what was it like though to go? Uh, like you said, you know, you get older, and you know, um, you, you, your outlook changes on life. With different things become more important, and you know. Uh, but what was it like going from spitting at those hard street rhymes? To um, you know, doing like like Pimp C said, country rap tunes, make that transition. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely was a transition. But if I was spitting the rhymes that I was spitting ten, fifteen, even twenty years ago, I I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that at this point. I'm just such exactly. a different yeah. person now. Yeah. So I'm really I'm just writing and recording, making music that 
I feel comfortable doing because it's just more natural. It's where I'm, I am in life. It's who I am in, in my life now. So that that's really, it just was a natural thing, a natural transition. Um, I, I don't know if the trick want to speak into that at all, but for me, that's definitely how it is. It, it's just more of a natural transition. Yeah. I mean, uh, what was yeah, it like yeah. I, I, I can, I can just honestly say if, if, and there's not probably, I say there's probably not many, but it's probably more than I, I can even imagine. Uh, know my old catalog, the stuff that I did with uh, not just Mac, but there's, there's music I did with this guy named OZ. And he kind of sneak changed his name to OZ, the white man, Malachi, one of the most talented yeah. dudes. But, that, that, I mean, I know I know the rap world know him. That stuff's on the Internet, and it, and it floats. I've seen the CD on eBay sell for uh, close to a 1000 bucks. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's insane. But but for me, at my age now, I look back at that, and I be like, dang, bro, I'm ashamed. I was like flat foot, two live crew-ish, you know, talking crazy. Yeah, you. <laughs> you know, we, we 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 you know you you you. We're always we we're always young. Everybody's young at one point, and the mentality's different. That's where I was at that time. So it's straight raw. That's not me now. I just, I, I'm a, I have to just put it out there and tell you, you know, God been too good to me for me to go back to that. I can't I can't I can't put that out there because that's just not me no more. You know. Um, I'm I'm a saved man, but you know Jesus is my savior. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm telling you, if y'all if y'all know the history of King JC and DJ Trick and all that we've done, if y'all bump West Ten, y'all y'all ain't gonna do nothing but nod your head to it because it's got those elements that we love and respect as far as the beats, yes, the sounds, the way we the way we we're just adding. Live instrumentation, you know, like live guitars, talk box, vocoder, uh, you know, we add that to the mix. And we, we, we you know, I'm telling you, it's it's undeniable if y'all give us a chance, y'all, if y'all rock with us, man. It's, it's, we just having a ball making some good music. And, and oddly enough, and I am kind of shocked. People are receptive to it. I, I honestly didn't know how people was gonna take it because I ain't no young dude. You know, I, I, <laughs> you know, we not young dudes no more. Yes, so I was sir. like, wow, these these folk is really they rocking with us. They rocking with us. So we we got it. We just trying to get used to this new online streaming world. Cause ain't nobody buying CDs oh, no yeah. more. No, yeah, it's not so. hand over fist no more. It's um, it's it's a whole new world, man. It's uh, it but it's got to make it you feel good to know that you guys are getting that reception right out the gate. I mean, people, uh, the, this latest video. I mean, it's I'm looking at it right now, sixteen thousand views, just a few days ago. So I know, I mean, yeah. people I know. are Unreal. gravitating yeah. towards you. Um. You know what I'm saying? That's got to be... Well, what's been the feedback uh, that you guys have been getting, you know what I'm saying, uh, in your area? What, what have people been telling you? Man, so... In, yeah, in in our area, it it hasn't been a whole lot because we hadn't been doing a lot of shows yet. So we we know people personally who are hearing it, but most of the people that are hearing this stuff 
are hearing it online. So there's people in other states that are hearing it more than some of the local folks out here maybe. But uh, we did one show we just recently performed at the Delta Fair in Memphis, and, man, it was lovely with great reception and, Oh, man, the folks showed a lot of love, and uh, we did that show with Nitty Gritty GR, and um, as well as uh, Smo was on that show. So he's kind of a big name in the the country rap world, and he's from Tennessee as well. So it's it's really our name is getting more out there amongst the fans of that particular genre, the the country rap genre, and so that's just a new world opening up for us. Um, hopefully, we'll start getting more shows lined up. And then we'll see how people are receiving it more in in Memphis and some of the small towns surrounding Memphis. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see you guys taking off, going on the, on the road with this. Like you said, people are are going to be receptive to it in all kinds of other places, you know. Um, yeah. And as well, you know, you got to remember too, uh, a lot of the people that bought those old tapes, they're grown up too. You know, so they're gonna yeah. you know be uh, ready for this as well. Let's give them a taste. Let's give them that walk in Memphis. Um, the video's out. You can you can check this out on YouTube. I believe uh, your channel is just uh, West Ten. You know, make sure to go subscribe to that. Tell us about this uh, song and video, guys, before we play it. You got that one, Trick? Uh, well, well, basically. Uh, I always wanted to do a remake, a Memphis-style remake of Walking in Memphis, the old the old original song. And so I went when I was building these beats for that for the other artists that had the little deal. I went to YouTube and I pulled up Walking in Memphis, but instead of pulling up the original, it pulled up this remake from this guy I didn't know nothing about named Marty Ray Project. But this dude is on video on YouTube just standing in his house with a guy with a guitar behind him, and he starts wailing on walking in Memphis just with an acoustic guitar, and I fell in love with it. i like, if that ain't country, nothing is. You know, so I snatched it, sampled it, chopped it, flew it into a, a beat that's kind of got, little, you know, some of the old Memphis elements, slow, real slow down, screwed beat. And um, and when JC heard that one, that was I think the first song we dropped, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, it was. And 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 I personally wasn't planning on getting on the mic. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm cool true. being the beat maker. I always loved being the dude behind the scenes, the dude on the turntables, and everybody else up front. I never was the dude to want to be out in front. But JC's like, man, you got to get on this song. You got to drop something. So I, I, I dropped the eight bars on it, not expecting to get on anything else. And now it's like, dang, I'm on everything. So I, yes, I, I guess I got to get out there now. So it's, it's uh, man, Marty, Marty Ray showed us love. We reached out to him just to make sure it was cool. This dude didn't even know us from a hole in the wall and said, Man, let's y'all put that thing out there. Put it out. Let's see what it do. So you know, the rest is history, man. Walking in Memphis happened. My guy, Dream Design Eight, my old my old school buddy, man, shot the video for us. And and you know, the video is beautiful. If you ain't been to Memphis, watch the video. You'll get the vibe. And uh, yeah, so that's that on there. 
We'll be right back with West 10, King JC, DJ Trick. Don't go nowhere. Walking in Memphis. Put on my blue sweat shoes and I boarded the plane. Touchdown in the land of the Delta Blues in the middle of the pouring rain. I came up as a Memphis boy from the state of Tennessee. But when I first started out, I was green as can be. White Haven was my hood and Southern Hills grass road. Me and DJ Trick making music about to explode. Signed a record deal in 98, traveling to different states. But I always knew that I was home when I see Graceland Gates moved out to the Hatchie River. But I still reminisce about them days when I would walk through them good Episode 856, that was West 10, walking in Memphis. 
man, that's a dope song. You captured the true essence of the original. You know what I'm saying? But you added your own twist and flavor to it, man. A very dope, very dope and original, man. Um, that was the beginning. Uh, did you guys uh, start working on an album or EP or? Yeah, we we definitely did. Um, I think we had close to 20 songs recorded within the first couple months of us starting West Penn. Uh, oh, wow. So we've got songs stacked up right now. We only have three that have been released officially, but uh, we got a whole bunch of songs. The plan was to drop an album, but then we saw the way the, the that things are done now is uh, really only the folks on major labels drop albums right now. Mainly folks drop singles. Uh, a lot of independent artists drop singles uh, with music videos, so they have the visual and the audio. But uh, that's what we're doing right now while we're continuing to build and, and get the name out there is uh, we're just dropping singles. But the plan is to go ahead and continue to get the songs out and have an album. And uh, we're also talking about getting hard copies of, of our album. We'd love to be able to put it on CD and, and still have that because I'm a fan of that stuff. I like CDs, tapes, records. You know, I love that stuff. Uh, yeah, me too, brother. Me too. Um, that's dope, right there. You know, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, drop some singles and then then come back and hit them with an album. Um, you had, didn't you have uh, Mr. Ski shoot uh, one of your videos recently? Yeah, he dropped. He shot the second video, the um, the Tennessee Good Time, which came out after Walking in Memphis. Oh, okay, okay. And you, and you guys worked with Ski for many years. What was it like uh, having him shoot one of your videos now? Man, it was it was real cool getting back up with Ski because, uh, yeah, I remember going to his studio back in the day and get, jumping on features, and he'd come over to through to our studio. He'd jump on features with us. So we were super tight with Mr. Ski, and it was – man, it, it had been well over a decade, I mean – I don't I don't know how many years since I had seen him last. So to be able to see uh, Mr. Ski again was real real cool. And uh I remember we we kept taking little breaks in the shooting it. He would be charging a battery or going and getting his equipment together. Uh, man, I'd just be chopping it up with him and going down memory lane just reminiscing and uh he was asking who all I have spoken with recently and man, it was just it was great. It, it was a great time. Yeah. Yeah, he's super talented too. He's been around a long time himself. Um yeah. yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um you know, the, the latest video put some country in it. Uh you know what I'm saying? Like I said, uh it's on its way to 20,000 views hopefully here in the next few days. Um <clears throat> that's got to be uh very inspiring to make you guys want to do another one, I imagine. <laughs> yes, video. sir. Yeah, it's it's you got motivating. One in the yeah, we do, we do. I don't know, Trick, if you want to get into any of that. Yeah, we 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 could we could touch on it. Uh, again, you know, we 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 didn't know how the world was going to accept oh two older dudes, you know, trying to rap, but 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 do it a little bit different. We 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 we're coming into our age, but we still got that love of hip hop. I'm an old hip hop 
I got probably three, four thousand albums. That was that's that's all I lived, ate, and you know slept was hip hop. Uh, so we 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 tried to take those elements and we blended them with with you know I call it gumbo style. You take a little Memphis Memphis hip hop. You got blues. You got southern rock. You got them guitars. You got the the gospel feel, and, and, and you know, you mix all that up along with the country, and you got the country rap genre that's like it's actually blowing up. So yeah. I started listening to all these different people, and I was like, they they reviewed this dude at the same time they reviewed our uh, Tennessee Good Time video on Country Rap Report. If y'all hadn't checked that out, y'all check them out. They're on they're on YouTube, Country Rap Report. They just they review videos of this genre. And there was this guy on there named Simple Man. I ain't never heard of it. And and this dude had you could tell he had a love for hip hop just from the way he flowed. And I was like, man, I was talking to J C yet. Man, it'd be kinda cool to get that dude on a song. But this dude is on songs that's got millions of views because he's with the Dirt yeah. Rock Empire which is like the lax, you know, and, and all, uh, all kind of other folks assigned to them. They used to target. be the average Joe. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I'll let you take it over now, Jason. You can kind of wrap up what I what I hadn't touched on. Oh, yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, you said it perfect, man. He, uh, Simple Man, he's more established. He's a much bigger name. And um, we didn't think, you know, he he – be willing to even reach back out if if we try to get in touch with them because we're the new guys in the game, even though, yes, we have a history. We've, you know, considered by some as legendary artists, but, man, in this country rap world, you know, we're the, the new guys on the block. So um, I wasn't expecting much, but uh, in the message board on the, the podcast we were on where they reviewed our video, he actually did mention something about, being being down to do something with us so i reached out to him on instagram and sure enough man the brother hit hit us back and he said man i really dig what y'all did your sound and i'd love to do something with y'all so we actually are in the process right now of working on that song we just got his verse back today and it is fire 100 percent fire just incredible he blew me away with just his ability to get on the mic and just kill it like he did. So uh, that got me and Trick motivated. We're ready to finish the song up now, and we've already talked to him about going probably down to Georgia. He's down there on the Georgia-Florida line, and so going down there to uh, shoot the video for this one. So that'll be something that we're getting ready to do. Along with we do have another video in the works that we're shooting up here closer to home. So uh, we're going to keep the videos cranking. And uh, we actually do have a film deal right now with a brother of ours from back in the day who used to be on my label back in the day, Playlistic Entertainment. And so uh, he has a wow. film. Yeah, he has a film company now. He goes by the J. Back in the day, he was Lil J. And me and him did a, a couple solo tapes together back in the day. But, uh, man, he's just brilliant behind the camera now, and he's he's blowing up with it. He records a lot of the uh the the Memphis rappers videos. He works with all kinds of artists. So it's really nice to be clicking up with him and and doing these videos. He he did put some country in it. He's the one who 
uh, shot, directed, edited, and he did a great job with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it is it, a blessing. I mean, it, it's almost like it, it, the good Lord put this back together because it's like it was almost like a long lost family member came back home and and was like the piece of the puzzle we was missing. It's yeah. Like the video, the video part, we was always like having to find somebody to shoot the video for the next song, you know. And so it's like, and we didn't even know he was into all of that and was doing it like he was doing it. Yeah. You know, sometimes yep. you know how the years go by, and you might not talk to you know old friends because you, you know we all get older, we all have families, we all you know we just live in life. But man, it was right. a blessing. Like it just come out the blue almost. Accidentally, and so here we are, man. It's, it's it, this, this this next record, man, was simple, man. Is man, it's 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 taking it back to the Memphis roots to the fullest, and and Memphis, I mean, simple man, man, just killed the track. Uh, make 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 me want to just give up rapping. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, man, let me just be the hard. DJ, y'all rap, you know, shoot. shoot. <laughs> yeah. The, well, Memphis has always been about the music, like Al Capone's video that he did about, I think it was 2010. <clears throat> I mean, such a musically inclined city, such rich history in all different genres of music. And uh, it sounds like you guys embody all of that. So, uh, man, uh, I'm sure West 10 is really going to catch fire. Let's uh, go overseas to Homie Sin over in France. I know he's got some questions for you. Now, he's going to go back in the vault a little bit because he's the J-Dog of, fr- of France. He's the, the rap oh, encyclopedia. Yeah. You know, if we can get him and J-Dog on the <laughs> yes, line sir. together, they'd, never, <laughs> they'd be on forever. Sin, brother, you there. Right. <laughs> yeah, hi, Scott. Hi, King JC and uh, King Jetsweet. Yeah, so that's going to be a combo. <laughs> um, yeah, what's good? King JC was good. Yeah, man, already. Can you tell me the the taste of supernatural horror featuring DJ Spanish Fly in JC you did back the day? Yeah, the uh, the supernatural uh, single, the tape. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, back in the day. So um, when I I had signed with a label called OB Records back in '94, maybe is is uh it was early '90s, and uh, this was some of the first folks I worked with when I came to Memphis and uh, DJ Spanish fly was one of the in-house producers for that label. And he was doing a lot of the beats for Oscar Barnes at OB records. And um, at the time it was me, the legend lady J a dude named big Mark was on that label. And uh, man, I know pretty Tony used to come through there and do stuff. Uh, All kinds of Memphis rappers were always coming through there working. He had a studio in Frazier. And um, DJ Spanish Fly uh, was not known for doing features with anybody. He just didn't do that. He did his own thing. He didn't like doing features. But uh, I I don't know what it was. He just he took a liking to me, and he ended up becoming like a, a, a big brother figure to me in Memphis. I was real young at the time when I got to Memphis. And, um, man, he said uh, he we were rec- recording the song that night. And I'll, I'm dropping my vocals on it, and he said, "Man, let me let me jump on there. I'm, I'm gonna get on this one." 
And we were all shocked, but he freestyled. He just jumped on the mic and just freestyled the whole thing. And it was an amazing moment. I'll never forget that, just watching him just go on there and just freestyle and, and kill the verse. So uh, that was a special moment, and um, that, that tape was just uh, really fun. We had a, a real fun time making that. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember the first time you, you made Digital Spanish Live? It's at the time you got the Razor J, Disco Hound, in this club, the club no name, Club Explore. All these clubs was was mythical in Memphis. Can uh, I tell us about the first time you met him? Um, so the first time I met Spanish Fly, is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, the first time I actually met Fly, um, I was with Oscar Barnes, OB Records, and Fly was a DJ, and he was at the club, working at the club, and, and Oscar told me, man, I'm going to... I'm going to come introduce you to one of the guys that that makes tracks for us who's a legend in Memphis. He's just he's the top dog when it comes to hip hop and and um DJing. So he we rolled through to the club and Spanish Fly was spinning records in the club that night and then I remember he he, he stepped down from his set and he came over there and and met me. We dapped up, shook hands and uh it was really great to meet him, even though I'm, I'm still new to Memphis at the time, I didn't really know the legendary status of DJ Spanish Fly at that at that moment. But um, then, then again, I, got, I just got to know him better after that. And once I started working in the studio with him, man, the rest was history. We just were great friends back in the day. So yeah, he's I always considered him a, a real close brother of mine and one of the guys that really put me on uh, Memphis rap. Yeah, Spanish Fly, man. I'm, I'm, I'll give you a tidbit here. When I was in high school, trying to learn how to mix and scratch and DJ, I used to listen to DJ Spanish Fly on the radio. Club No Name was the club. He would be live on the radio, and me being from an itty bitty small town, I would stay up late, like 12 o'clock, just to record DJ Spanish Fly mixing live on the radio because I was trying to emulate those blends and figure out where he get those records. Well, I, I got to find that record, you know. So, man, Fly, DJ Spanish Fly is a legendary DJ out of Memphis. He, he was the first DJ I ever knew that could do it the way he does it. Shout out to Spanish Fly, a legend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and the clubs were were very wild at the time. Buck wild, get Buck solid. I was there. I was there at this time. It was crazy. See, uh, also, see uh, Razor J, Disco Hound, uh, this type of DJs also outside of Spanish Fly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, club. Um, uh, you know, that's when uh, Crunchy Black was gangster walking and and doing all yeah, that so. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sin was there. You I said you were there that. in '95, Sin. Yeah, '95. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, talk about a fish out of water, <laughs> you know, coming over yeah, yeah. the underground Memphis rap yeah. scene. Must have wow. been quite Can tell us about the song mythical, also Studio G, about the legendary trade, the Bill Street Club. Uh, 
and you got Al Capone, of course, did the trick, Mr. Ski, Trim, Ken, Astenaro. Can you tell us about this one, Studio G, the song, your, yes. your album, um, Alachesto? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Studio G was probably my favorite song on and off my chest. Uh, the the fact that we were able to all come together and do that song is really a, a legendary thing within itself. So I'm grateful for even that opportunity that we were able to make that happen. But, uh, yeah, DJ Trick produced the track, and um, we took a lot of different elements and cuts and chopped it up. So out of all the rappers we have on that song, everybody's rapping over a different musical part. And uh, we just we wanted to pay homage to Memphis rap, uh, Memphis hip-hop, and uh, specifically uh, 380 Bill, because that was the spot early on that really gave Memphis rappers a platform and a place to go showcase their music. Um, Man, I really wasn't able to go to uh, Club 380 a whole lot um, because a lot of that was happening right before I came to Memphis. But I do remember one time I got to go and I got to put my eyes on it and see it. It was like nothing I had ever seen in my life. Um, it was so different from anything I ever seen at any club in New Mexico, that's for sure. Um, one thing I, I remember, and it, I can't remember who was performing this night. I want to say it was Al Capone, but I remember it, the whole crowd beginning to move like a circle. And when you looked at the floor, it looked like a whirlpool. <laughs> like, like it, it was just the craziest looking thing. And I had to figure right. out what they were doing, what was going on. But they were all simultaneously gangster walking in a circle around the whole club. I'm talking two, three hundred people. Yeah, like it's, it's an amazing, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was, I was blessed to witness that too. And at, at some shows in Memphis early on, like in 94, uh, 93, 94, 95. And, it, it, you know, we would, we would be in there, like, doing our little opening gig for, you know, Ball and G would be there, uh, Skinny Pimp. Uh, I mean, it, it was amazing. The club would be standing room only. You couldn't hardly breathe that many people in the club. But when they played certain records, Specifically, the old drag rap showboys, yeah. they called it the Trigger Man. When they played them records, man, certain records they played, the whole place would do exactly what JC just said. The whole place would be gangster walking at the same time. Amazing sight. Amazing feeling yeah. to be there. I've never seen that before, too. We got the G-Star gangster... And there was no other place in the world like Memphis. Yeah, it, like JC said, it's it's a a very unique sound that right. you can hear a lot of them elements in a lot of this music nowadays specifically because you got some hot artists and young artists that are like from Memphis that are like huge right now. So it's yeah. still going, but, but, but yeah, 
you could you you could always hear other other areas and other states and other uh, from the Midwest to the East Coast, West Coast. They would try to emulate that sound in Memphis because it was just so unique, you know. Yeah. And I, I can't I can't leave the show without shouting out some of some of my favorite like producers that, that were also MCs. Like shout out to Gangsta Pat. One of the most talented producers, MCs in out of Memphis that did, did still doing his thing as far as I know. Uh, SMK, another favorite producer, man, just banging beats. You, you can't right. even, yeah. you know, explain it. He he worked at SP twelve hundred like nobody else I've ever seen. You know? Yeah, he was so one many. of my producers before I hooked up with you, Trick. He was he was one of my. Uh, first producers yeah. in Memphis. He was my second producer after Spanish Fly. Right. Always one of my favorite. He just saw him. That's crazy. He just saw him also. He just said I read some bits. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot of talent in Memphis, that's for sure. Uh, Since you got any more, brother? Yeah, just just one or two. Uh, Your first album, did you trick with little Mark, Nerfkins Hub, can you tell us about this one as a song, as a day in '94? Uh, the the Nuff Tis Love, yeah. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> it was which was Bull Bush, uh, spelled backwards, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what 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 song did you want me to talk about? Oh, the the anthem song, of the of the Nuff Tis song. I, I I couldn't make out what he said. What he say, Beta? Uh, I, I, I mean, the whole album. The album. The first album. The whole album. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. what had happened was I had met Lil Mac. He was from Memphis, so he started coming to my studio before I moved to Memphis. And, and so when... When we actually shot the very far as I know, one of the one of the first or second videos ever shot out of Memphis, uh, Johnny Phillips shot out Selecto Hits. Uh, he actually bought into one of the records and, and flew us out to L.A. to shoot the record, What You're Pumping. Well, a couple years later, you know, nothing really happened. Nothing really was moving, uh, probably because we got sued, because I I used the old Trouble Funk records I was scratching, pumped me up. So we just decided after we left that independent label, let's just start our own label. So I had the studio. Me and Mac both collabed on the music. He was the keyboard man. I did a lot of the beats. And so we just we just started recording music. And we 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 put out... Enough, enough kids love, and on our own independently, and I actually went to disc makers and pressed up uh, CDs and cassettes, and just was doing it old school with no distribution, just out of the trunk, just trying to just work it the best way we could work it. Well, we shopped it at the same time, and. Uh, Actually shopped it to Ichiban Records. I don't know if y'all remember Ichiban. Oh yeah, yeah. MC yeah. Breeze, legendary. Yeah, Breed, yep. Breed was with him. Uh, Kilo Kilo G out of out of Atlanta. Um, and so they loved it. Uh, 
called us called us down there to Atlanta, and but they wanted to re-record it in their studio, and and kind of update it a little bit. So we just basically re-recorded the whole record again, added some more songs, and that rec- that enough Kiss Love record ended up being Itchy Bond rap label release called Making Love to Money, which came out in '95. So it was just some of the same songs, just updated, kind of refreshed, and 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 Ichiban put that out there. A year later, Ichiban Records uh, files for bankruptcy. There goes <laughs> another record deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, story of our <laughs> yeah, the sad, the sad story of you, know, you get a record deal and a year later you're still working the same job you was. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, 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 but along that time, man, the the, the beautiful thing about it was I, I got to meet so many people that I was I was fans of. Uh, met met Shy D down there in Atlanta. He was actually in the studio with a. Uh, the guy that used to be called DJ Smurf changed his name to Collie Park, <laughs> which ended up starting his own label right after Ichiban folded and 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 signed Soldier Boy, you know, and so many other records. Which is so I just I got to meet so many people in the industry that I was fans of, and I, if I had the pictures of all the people I got, we that we we both were able to. Work with and do shows with, I you know, it would be unbelievable, you know. But <clears throat> what I'm just curious, what what was your favorite track on Enough Tis Love? I'm just curious because everybody tells me something different. But oh, I, I think it was um, maybe the the, the last song. I don't remember exactly the name. I, I, it the last one on the record. Okay. Yes, sir. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know if I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yes, told you. Another, I'm going to call for a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but for, for you, to King JC on and a trick. Um, who who started for you the Memphis Devil shit? Is it Psycho? Uh, because he walked with uh, Scarface Al Capone and uh, he was a member of the Men of the Hour, walked with Reginald Boyd on the office. But he was the first to, uh, in 92, 93, to do this type of song way before Paul or uh, all of them. What, what do you think about this? Of Psycho? Was yeah. The so I will. I think there's definite credibility to saying Psycho um, would have been one of the originators of that particular dark sound that, that you know what y'all call that devil devil sound that Psycho was big on that early on. He he really was bringing that. Um, Al Capone did have a lot of that, uh, in though I would say Al Capone is definitely one of the pioneers of Memphis rap period. He's, he's one of the originators. Um, yeah. Psycho was a big influence on that, bringing that kind of dark, eerie, uh, ear, scary movie sound to, to the Memphis scene for sure. Yeah. 
Almost like bringing gangster, uh, gangster yeah. Nip to Memphis, kind of. Because when we interviewed Lord exactly. Infamous, exactly. Uh, Lord, even even DJ Paul, too. Matter of fact, we surprised DJ Paul with Gangster Nip. We had Nip call in, um, but they both said that Nip uh, and the SPC influenced them early on, you know, and well, that might have Well, there's no question about it. You can, hear, you can hear those samples in some of those old tapes. You know, those yeah. those old, uh, step into this mask and you're going to catch a blast. Step, step into this mask. You know, you hear some of the samples they used on those yeah. old underground tapes from uh, SCC. So, man, absolutely. that They were hugely influenced by that. Uh, Paul and, and definitely Paul and Infamous were fans, man. They were heads of, of a lot of hip-hop, a lot of Texas rap. They knew about DJ Screw and uh, uh, stuff other than what was happening in Memphis, they knew about that early on. They were big fans of it. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, fucking with this click. I, I'm fucking with this click of Tracy's can have Point Blank on it. <laughs> yeah, point, point Blank. Point, point Blank, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, they, yeah, Blank ended up having them on uh, his songs later on as well. But, um, yeah, man, uh, it's it's dope to see uh, what you guys are doing now because it's it's actually a positive thing, and it seems like you're getting your, your community involved. And when you do a video, you have people come out and have a lot of fun. Um, so I really wish you guys the best, man, and I, I hope uh, you know this continues to grow the way it should. Let's give them this video. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, put some country in it, the song uh, that you just got the video done for. Um, now, this oh, one so. here, this is like the epitome of that genre you're talking about, uh, um, you know, the country rap genre. Um, how did you, this one come about? And, um, you know what I'm saying, the break down the whole process of the video as well, if you don't care. How you want to do that one, Trick? Uh, I, I started out with the beat. Uh, a lot of a cool. lot of the times, I just uh, you know, I I've always loved just making beats. I made I just make them because I love doing it. I probably got thousands of beats in my machine. You know what I mean? And more more in my old equipment that never never have been heard. But I was trying to find something that talked about country in it. Uh, in it. And so there's this there's this kinda he he's kind of a old head in the country rap genre, uh, Colt Ford. And he had this song and uh he had one little little section of it where he's talking about let me put some country in it. I like, ooh, that's I like that phrase. So snatched it off YouTube, uh fl- flew it into a beat, uh and I you know, I send I might send three or four beats to JC and, you know, and, and he'll like, man, I'm digging this one. I'm digging this one. And he, he immediately, when he heard the, let, let me put some country in it. He's like, Oh, we got to do something with that. And then, uh, I'll let JC take the rest, but, but yeah, it turned, it turned out, man, super nice, super nice. Yes. Yes, it did. It's one of my favorites. Um, what was amazing about this song here is we were starting to, develop our sound as West 10 by the time we were able to get this one done. And uh, it was starting to come together. And, man, when you 
played that beat for me when when you had hit me with that put some country in it beat i instantly knew i was like man this this a hit right here and uh not only did i feel that way but everybody we showed it to as we were after we recorded the song was saying that's the one that's a hit right there that's the song and i think uh just like scott like what you were saying is uh this song right here encompasses the country rap sound, but it still has that Memphis element Memphis to it. There's sound. something about yeah. the way the beat's hitting. Yeah, it's it's just perfect. And uh, man, I love this song. I'll, I'll never get tired of this one. This is this is one of my favorites that we've done so far. Yeah, but well, it's like the deep down south, or the deep down south, like I say, the gamble funk. Like a like we talk about Tennessee Good Times, for example. Gumbo Funk, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a blend. It's a blend. Absolutely. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to explain uh-huh. it because shout out to Rick yeah. Perry, uh, the brother, my, my you know, my, my brother came through, uh, actually was one of my one of my coworkers. I was, you know, it's just one of them things where he's like, Hey, I got I I own eighty guitars. And I'm like, Well if you own eighty guitars, dude, you you got to be able to play. Uh, so he came through and I was able to take out all of my samples because I'm, I'm an old sample dude. I sample, I love going through records and, and music and, and taking out certain elements and, and, and taking them and recreating something new. And so, but he came through and we were able to pull all the samples out and lay down some beautiful live guitar, country twanged out riffs. And it's yeah. it's kind of gumbo is the best way to describe it. It's it's a mix of a little bit of everything. I even sampled Nasty Nardo. I don't know if y'all yeah. are you oh, are yeah. you gonna play it? They'll know it. I sampled his first word of the record he used in the movie Hustle and Flow. Let's get a room. I I sampled that. Let's wow. let's let's let you know. So it just just paying homage to. Taking a classic Memphis artist, just something he said, and, and incorporating it, just because it, we love we we love Memphis. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. always love yes. that sound, and it just Definitely. took the song. Yeah. Like when it comes on, you're like, let let let, you know. So it, it's a beautiful record, man. Yeah, I hope all y'all yes, go to check it out, man. If y'all dig what we're doing. Mess with us, comment, like, subscribe. You know, just help help us grow this thing, help us share it, and so we just having a ball, man, making good music. Well, yes, I, I we can finish the funk with uh, the guitarist Brett Pronklin in Memphis and Nico Liras, a famous guitarist. Also. Oh yeah, Nico. I remember Nico. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Nico, we had him on. He was telling us that he, uh, yeah. uh, they'd be uh, having three six and doing studio sessions, and then the cops would come right. in there and break things <laughs> up, and then they'd start playing music for the cops, and the cops would be getting crunk. <laughs> he was, oh, it was just a unique time, I guess. Um, oh, but yeah. no, before um, before we get to the song, um, I want to thank both you guys, man, for coming on here. It's a p- truly a pleasure and honor to... Uh, you know, have you guys on the show. I've known you for many years. I want to give you guys the floor, though, so you can uh, direct them to your music. And, uh, you know, thanks again for uh, taking time out to talk with us. Yeah, man, thank up, you, brother. brother. 
yeah, we appreciate you so much for having us on, man. Yeah, we go way back. You're right about that, brother. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, just shout out, shout out to you, man. We, we, I think we go back probably well over 20 years, man. And, and it, you, you was, you was part of the history. It, it, the interviews you do, brother, with some of these people is people that I never got a chance to hear speak on the old history of, of music. So what you're doing right. is truly needed, man. It's it's a beautiful thing, man. So keep keep man, doing what you're doing, brother, that, brother, man. And we and we we really appreciate you even, man, willing to mess with us and and, and let us uh, tell tell a little bit of the story. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Everybody, please go to uh, West Ten on YouTube. Subscribe to their YouTube and please check out these videos. Like you said, uh, hit the like, comment, share. Um, and uh, what's the latest? Uh, you, you got any singles they can go download uh, available right now? I know Walking in Memphis, and is it put the, uh, some country in it available as well? Oh, yeah, put some country in it is available everywhere. It's uh, Spotify, iTunes, it's all over, wherever you can get music. Um, put some country in it is out there. And then we also have Tennessee Good Time was our second single. That's out there as well. So those three songs you can get everywhere. Oh yeah, definitely. You heard that folks. Make sure to support that. And uh you know, as we get out of here, you know, we're gonna uh play this song, uh put some country in it. Make sure to go watch the video too. Run the views up a little bit more, man. It's it's, it's blowing up right now. Let me throw some country in it. Let me throw some country in it. Let me throw some country in it. Put some country in my 
southpaw. This is for my country boy. Shout out to my outlaw. Two-way living, that's why. We gon' keep on winning just to keep them gritted with it. Let me put some country in it. What's next on the menu? Just wait and see. Put some country in my flow. Serve it up like sweet tea. Studio green tea. All these tracks, we the best. Coming from that West Ten. J. Cajun pop off fresh. Oh, I'll wait a minute back with the country flow. Paul, Paul, fresh. J. Let me put some country 